When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a production of Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. Welcome, East John Adams of the Knoxville News Sentinel. I'm Dave Hooker. We're going to talk some Mannings brought to you by our friends at Files Automotive Group right there in Callahan and Big Orange Phillies in downtown halls on Maynardville Pike. I'll tell you more about both of those fine establishments here momentarily. First, John, let me begin. How are you, sir? Doing well, Dave, and yourself? Not as good as the University of Texas. Uh, apparently, uh, the Steve Sarkeesian and the whole Southern California issues of, of, of alleged alcohol abuse are behind him. And now he has gone through the Nick Saban rehabilitation program, no pun intended, as far as coaching. And he's a red hot offensive coordinator. Uh, once again, he's a red hot offensive coach. And he picked up Arch Manning. Were you surprised by Arch Manning's decision, John, to go to Texas? No, not really. I mean, he all along it seemed like he had an affinity for Texas. Uh, a lot of things probably entered into it, but I guarantee you he did plenty of research and his family gave him all the help he needed in making a decision. I think for one thing, it's probably will be easier for him to live a normal life in Austin. Uh, it's the 11th largest city in the country. Uh, quite different than if he were in uh, Athens, Georgia, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, or, or really anywhere in the SEC. Uh, so that might have been in Texas's favor. Sarkeesian's reputation as an offensive coach surely helped. Uh, however... Uh, Steve Sarkeesian's record as a head coach is not great, and they lost seven games at, at Texas last year. That is something that would have bothered me in, in making this decision. If I'm, a, if I'm in the Man Manning family and I'm sending Arch off, I wonder how good Texas will be under Steve Sarkeesian. Well, and especially given the fact that they're going to step into the SEC, and the competition is going to be more difficult. Um, let me get your thoughts on uh, Ole Miss, Tennessee fans, how they uh, should respond. It's been, quite frankly, smoother than I thought it would be, like the buying process at Viles Automotive. Viles Automotive Group is car shopping made easy at Viles Automotive. Their mission is to be the automotive home of drivers in the Knoxville, Tennessee area. That's why we're proud to be partnered with them also because – of their integrity and they do auto financing as well right there in north knoxville on callahan drive it's very easy to find uh viles automotive uh you can just google viles automotive and find them easily or a link on this video or the facebook page if that's where you're watching it. they've also got car service and repair work tennessee was never really in this thing it helps to have nico Amuleaba. And having him on board made Arch Manning going anywhere a lot easier 
for Tennessee fans to stomach. Yeah, I, Tennessee was never really mentioned in this, and and I think uh, I don't think many Tennessee fans ever thought Arch Manning was coming to Tennessee. Tennessee hadn't been winning enough games, and though Josh Heupel's offense shows tremendous prom- uh, promise, it's uh, seventh in the country in scoring last year in just his first season. I don't know that it's really the best offense for Arch Manning. Um, it's a great offense for Hendon Hooker, who's a running threat. Josh Heupel likes to have quarterbacks who can run as well. Uh, I think Arch is a better runner than than uh, Peyton or Eli, but he's still, you know, he's mainly a drop back guy. Uh, so I don't think Tennessee fans. It's not as as though they were had much hope of getting him, and I don't I don't know that Ole Miss did either. Maybe it had a better shot. Uh, but I just ha- – Archie having gone there too, but I-, I don't think the Mannings are that enamored with Lane Kiffin, uh, though he certainly got a good reputation for quarterbacks. Uh, to me, if you're a college quarterback, it doesn't matter what your last name is or what your history is, Alabama is the safest bet. Uh, I don't see how anybody could argue with that. Uh, under Nick Saban, he's not an offensive coach – but he consistently hires really good offensive coordinators and you have plenty of talent around you. Yeah. I think the relationship is part of it too, John, uh, having a relationship with Steve Sarkeesian, you're right. I think that Nick Saban is going to hire a great offensive coach one after another, but you don't have that relationship with him. And that is a volatile thing. I'm again, I'm not arguing that Alabama would have been a solid decision, maybe the best decision, given the face of college football as it is now, but there just wasn't that long-term relationship sort of thing. Relationships are easy to build at Big Orange Phillies. Uh, Big Orange Phillies knows that they have the quick bites. If you want to get, if you can't get out of the office for a long lunch, you can get something cold from the fridge or you also can get something hot from the counter. Fresh ingredients, never stale. That is Big Orange Phillies right there in the heart of Halls. It is uh, close enough to Maynardville where you can make a drive down and have a great time in a family environment, darts, billiards, live entertainment, karaoke. And I'm hearing ping pong. This uh, this John Adams guy right here. I can't remember which bowl game. They all run together. But you just decided to destroy me at ping pong. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, I remember the victories. I don't remember the losses that well. I played a power game. I don't play it anymore. Uh, my vision causes problems for me. I've got a bad left eye, and I think that affects my <laughs> – because the last time I played ping pong, I swung at a ball and missed, just absolutely whiffed altogether. So uh, you would beat me now, I'm convinced. I don't know. That's that's a hippo for Dave. But getting back to uh, the the Mannings and the relationship factor, I think they probably also got an endorsement from David Cutcliffe as far as uh, Steve Sarkeesian's offense. Now I thought, and I still think there's a decent chance, though I hear that he's truly done with coaching, that David Cutcliffe could be one of these offensive analysts that show up. You know, he's done at Duke. He's with the SEC. And if he wanted to, I mean, really, it's not a taxing job being an analyst. He would just work with Arch. I don't know. I mean, the family seems so close. I would make that call if I were the Mannings. I would make that call if I were Steve Sarkeesian. 
Yeah, I think if if you brought uh, whatever you want to call him, if you brought David Cutcliffe in, it wouldn't be as a it wouldn't be obviously a coordinator, but what it would be is he would could work directly with Arch Manning. I mean, I don't think that would that would cause any conflict. Um, so that's that wouldn't be a bad idea. I'm sure he had some input on this. Um, when you look at the Manning's history, they've done really well by themselves. You look at what uh, Peyton <laughs> did, and you look at what Eli did. Uh, Peyton went to Tennessee, of course. Eli went to um, went to Ole Miss. Both had really good success. Both were prepared very well for the NFL, and it all worked out for them. And I'm sure – I think no matter where Arch had gone – He's still headed to the NFL from everything I've read about him. It wouldn't be a catastrophe no matter where he went. Um, I, I just guess the problem I have, I'm not sold on Steve Sarkeesian as a head coach. Agreed. Uh, and, no. and I don't see why anybody would be. I know he's just starting at Texas, but you really shouldn't lose seven games at Texas, do you think? Uh, and no matter uh, – no matter who's the coach or what the situation, seven games is a lot of losses for the University of Texas. I know it's been down for a while, but still, that would that would be the biggest concern I would have is just, will Steve Sarkeesian – what happens if Steve Sarkeesian loses seven games again this year? I don't think he will, but would that change Arch's mind? Oh, oh great. Reopen his recruitment and see who all – jumps in it um i don't think tennessee would uh with uh nico uh I, if if archman if they lost seven games and arch manning didn't sign in december the early signing period i don't think tennessee would would make a run because i think uh nico as well as arch manning fits what tennessee wants to do i think arch manning can do more things uh, at the line as far as freeze plays dual play calls than right now Nico can, but Nico doesn't have to do that in Josh Heupel's offense because it's called from the sideline. It's it really the two are a an absolute perfect fit. Yeah, and I think uh, I think you're right about that. I do think that uh, that Arch and the, all the Mannings would have really really broken down Sarkeesian's offense. Really got into the minutia of it, all the nuances of exactly what the quarterback does in his offense because these guys deal in details. And uh, so I'm, so that was the selling point. I, I don't think, uh, I, I think that over everything would be, do you feel really comfortable in this offense and working with this coach? And there's certainly nothing wrong with Steve Sarkeesian's offense. It, it's just that head coaching role and how good could Texas be? Arch Manning should make them better. Um, but I don't know if it will if they'll be contending for championships. I I have a hard time thinking they will actually with Steve Sarkeesian, the coach. Yeah, I, he he seems like one of those guys that what was it Johnny Majors used to say? Yeah, that guy, he's all hat, no cowboy. All hat and no cowboy. All hat and no cattle actually was the line. Was it all hat well, but, and no cattle? No, but but maybe Majors got it <laughs> twisted. I'm just I'm just I know guessing. He did. Yeah, that could have happened. And a lot of coaches do that when they they're trying to uh, pull off one of these phrases. But yeah, 
all hat, no cattle. That's been said about a few coaches and players. Um, I, I just don't know about him. I, I wonder if I were looking at just at the coaches and the program and expectations, I would favor Jimbo Fisher in Texas A&M over Texas. And I don't think A&M was ever mentioned. Now, it did sign Connor Wegman. He's a five-star quarterback in this year's class. He'll come in as a freshman. But A&M was never in the picture. No, and that's interesting. Did the Mannings overthink it a little bit? Let's get to that. Brought to you by Big Orange Phillies. Again, Big Orange Phillies, great food, family environment there in halls on Maynardville Pike. So get to Big Orange Phillies. And they've got it all, darts, billiards, karaoke, soon to be ping pong. Did they look into this, John, maybe a little too hard as far as we got to have this pro-style offense? We got to be ready for the NFL. We got to be a number one pick. Did the Mannings over-dissect this with going with Sarkeesian? I I don't know. I I mean, I think knowing the Mannings, I think while they all would have had input, they would have left it up to Arch to make the call. Yeah. And so he must have felt most comfortable at Texas with Sarkeesian. And you got to look at the big picture, too. So you're covered with offense. Will the program be that much? Will it be a championship program? And eh, We don't know that. But I get back to the thing. I just kind of think he would like being in a larger city. I really do. Because just think about I mean. He's kind of like uh, he's been getting publicity since he was, what, a sophomore in high school, if not yeah. sooner. He, he's it's easier to get lost in a bigger town. And Austin is much bigger than a than a college town. So uh, maybe they didn't overthink it. Um, I was I, told. Yeah, I was told somebody close to the family that he definitely wanted to get out of the spotlight as much as possible. So, I, <laughs> frankly, I hadn't thought about that till you brought – I mean, as best you can. I hadn't thought about that till you brought it up, but you can get a little lost in Austin. I still think of it as a college town, though, to be real honest with you. I mean, I know it's bigger than that, but everything's bigger in Texas. It's just a bigger college town. I mean, he's going to be recognizable. Yeah, he, he will be, but I, I still think it's a little bit different than if you're in Athens, Georgia, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, or even Knoxville. I mean, I'm sure Knoxville felt pretty small to Peyton by the time he was a senior at UT. In all fairness, it's probably changed a lot. Last time I was there, Julius Peppers was ending Jerry Green's Final Four hopeful team. And so that was the last time I was in, I was in Austin uh, as they were prepared to go on to the final four with a big lead over North Carolina. That didn't work out. Uh, the next year it didn't in Dayton either against Charlotte, but nevertheless. Wasn't was there a controversial call in that on the, in the final minutes of that game? Uh, I, well, I think the remo- controversial call was not removing Jerry Green from the sidelines in the last eight minutes. Mm, yeah, that, that could have been crucial. Yeah. I, now, I think now that you mention it, there was a call that went against North Carolina. One of their big men, maybe a Hayward, Brendan Hayward, maybe Brendan Hayward. Yeah, and he right? had to go out and Julius Peppers came in and looked like this, a more muscular Michael Jordan. <laughs> That's the way I remember it. <laughs> I remember uh, sitting next to a TV guy who's incredibly sad because he didn't get to go to the final four. That would have been 
Sweet 16 game, they would have had Tulsa next, if I remember correctly. But Tulsa did win, so uh, who knows? The Tennessee baseball team gets slided. Uh, we veer off course. Uh, ask you about that. Brought to you by Biles Automotive right there on Callahan. Biles Automotive is about integrity, and they are your one-stop car dealership in Knoxville. Not a single player on the first-team All-American team from Tennessee's baseball team that was supposed to be this generational type of team and you've been in these situations before where you've had a vote for honors. I have a Heisman vote, but I've never been asked uh, to, to participate in AP voting, which you've told me I should run away from like a scalded dog if I get an opportunity because it's difficult. Um, I, I've never been asked to do that sort of thing. So I, I don't know. But your own personal biases when we have the antics at Tennessee's baseball team, showcased all year long do they come into play or do you try to set that side and just judge the player well you should i mean i i voted on the ap poll football many years and i didn't have any there was no bias i mean i just evaluated what happened on the field not who the style of play the coaches whatever it was all about who did what on the field and that's how it should be in baseball too Maybe uh, Tennessee got so much notoriety for kind of being the the bad boys of college baseball. But I don't think that it had a great team, one of the greatest teams in college history. But when you look around, you can have a great team and maybe not have the best player. Because I watched a lot of the playoff games in the NCAA tournament and there were a lot of guys that I hadn't seen before and looked at some of those numbers and, and as good as Tennessee was on all those really talented players, individual numbers, I could see where you know, there are a lot of really good players out there. I thought Drew Gilbert to me was Tennessee's best player. And what did he have? 11 home runs and batted. I, I didn't see his average uh, after the, the final series, but you know, he, he was hitting around three seventy. But what if you're Tony Vitello, you're tweaking some of the antics going into next season? Um, maybe a little bit. Sure. I think every team is different and the personalities will be completely different. I mentioned Drew Gilbert. He really kind of set the tone for this team. Yeah. And some people would say, well, he was just for totally better out or of, for worse. Yeah, he was totally out of control. But that's why he was so good, I think. He thrived on that. Talking to Drew, uh, I got to know him a good bit this year. I did a, a pretty long piece on him. And uh, it's completely different off the field. Uh, very low-key, very polite. Thank, thank me for interviewing him. How many guys have thank you for interviewing them, Dave? Not a lot, probably. <laughs> uh, the most prominent was Jalen Ramsey that was stunned I was going to interview him in high school and now I don't think he would pull over if I was on the side of the road on fire no that he might have that relationship went south might sideswipe you with his car uh, yeah people change but no <laughs> and that was one of the things in, in evaluating evaluating this team Tennessee's baseball team these guys never got in any trouble off the field. Amen. I mean, I, if a guy wants to, uh, you know, uh, 
flex his middle finger in jubilation toward the opposing team. It's not recommended, but it's not as bad as knocking off a liquor store on the weekend. No. I, I mean, I these think, guys never got in any trouble. I think the one finger salute is where it crossed the line for me personally. I, mean, I we agree. All have a, yeah. 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 But I mean, don't you I, think, I, go ahead. Well, and just anything outside the dugout in terms of the fur coat or the daddy cap or whatever that was, I do love bat flipping. I think that's cool. Um, so the only real problem I had with it was anything outside of the dugout, obviously losing control in game one of the Notre Dame series and getting ejected was not good. And But the the middle finger salute from a taste standpoint, those that's that's where it crossed off. For the most part, I thought it was fun. I think that crossed the line. Well, what happens, Dave, when you keep playing with that, you're kind of on the edge all the time. And I think it's easy to get over the edge because there's really – you're thriving in, in playing this way. And it's almost like a guy might be in the in the heat of the game, might think he's so excited. So, well, what can I do? I want to push the envelope even more. And – Jordan Beck pulls out that middle finger, and I, I thought that was crossing the line. I will say to the team's credit, I never saw a throat uh, slashing gesture. That's true, and that was met with a lot of a lot of criticism at the time, and it should have been. I think that was just. I look back on that. I think it was like a trendy thing to do. I don't even think people realized sometimes what they were doing. But it was, I know. But to me, the throat slashing gesture. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a little worse than than the middle oh, finger. Yeah, I to totally agree. Viles Automotive, car shopping made easy right there at Callahan. It is easy to find, and you're going to love Viles Automotive because of their integrity. They've got auto financing. They keep you going with car service and repair work. And then Big Orange, Philly, the family environment for your sports viewing pleasure right there on Maynardville Pike. It is in the middle of Halls. Big Orange, Phillies. You can check them out and you can get karaoke. You can go with billiards. You can go with pool. You can go with uh, darts. They got it all right there at Big Orange Phillies and great food. John, lastly, where all can we find you on the World Wide Weber? Well, you can read me at knoxnews.com. Also, Blake Topmeyer and I do a regular, also on uh, knoxnews.com, we do a podcast, SEC Unfiltered. We do that weekly. So I think fans will enjoy that. Unfiltered, it means John just might extend the middle finger. No, it won't. I, no, I will. You know, my original idea for the title was SEC Unhinged, but some of the editors thought I was maybe pushing the envelope a little too much on that. Editors and cops. Yeah, what are you going to do? Always cracking down on you. Yeah, that's right. For John, I'm Dave. Thank you, Viles Automotive Group. Thank you, Big Orange Phillies. Check them out. When I endorse a product, I mean it. And you can go there and know that you're going to have fantastic service quality and value. So that's Viles Automotive Group and Big Orange Phillies. Have a fantastic day slash weekend, everyone, depending on where you're watching this. For John Adams, I am Dave Hooker. This has been a production of Off the Hook Sports.